Hey, Caleb, what happens when a bunch of crazy people come to your town? I guess it's time to start making some laws. This is the Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Con- My name is Caleb. Howdy. This is the 35th episode of the Christian Artist. Woo! That's pretty crazy. You know, 10 episodes ago, we did a whole 25 questions about the previous episodes kind of a thing. That was fun. Yep. I, I don't know. This is <laughs> random. Uh, it has so, absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about today. So today we are going to be talking about laws. Law and order. Do, 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 do. If I would have done one more note, we would have had a copyright problem. But yeah, I'm for sure you knew exactly what I was pretending to... Wait, really? That would be a copyright problem? I'm... I don't know. I think it's still a copyright problem. <laughs> but no one's going to care, so. Yes, they are. And you're going to change it because that is the law, Caleb. Oh. Okay, so if you didn't. Because you, you didn't hear. Bleeping noise. No, because you didn't hear what I just um, hummed, I was humming the Law and Order theme song. <gasps> you just told them. I can tell them about the Law and Order theme song. I just can't sing it. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> I can't speak of it at all, or else I will get a copyright notice. So we we can't talk about Kleenexes or Trail Mix or you know, it's all copyrighted. I don't think Trail Mix is copyrighted. I'm sure it is somewhere. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there's some guy who owns the rights <laughs> to the to name the name Trail, trail mix. mix. You're just getting thousands of dollars. <laughs> You want your raisins, we're going to have to pay me royalties! Alright, so... (laughs) um, We are just going to go through some really wacky laws, which we're not really sure why it's actually legal for them to have made these laws. Uh, I see what you did there, little law humor. Some of these laws are really strange. Okay, so Um, I'd like to do a disclaimer here. This is a Huffington Post um, article uh from 2010 so it's entirely possible that some of these laws some of these laws have been repealed and it's also somewhat possible that some of these laws may not actually be on the law book but i'm I'm assuming that huffington post did their research at least in this and and got laws that were actually you know in existence so um i'll I'll link to the the article if you want to look at it i guess so but uh, yeah, we're, so we're going to go through some of these weird, crazy laws, and then we're going to continue a conversation about law and order and, and various things related to Christianity and art um, after this. So, but first, we're just going to laugh at stupid people making stupid laws. <laughs> yep. All right. So <clears throat> in Missouri, it's illegal to drive with an uncaged bear, but caged bears are okay. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> but okay now, hold up now. So it's illegal to have a bear, though. Is it legal to have a bear? <laughs> you know, I have no idea. <laughs> let's, like, let's, I'll look that up while you talk. I'm pretty sure that would be maybe a part of the law, or maybe, like, I, I don't see how they made that law and forgot to say that bears entirely are just illegal. I'm not sure... Not sure what the deal is there. (laughs) 
Okay, so Missouri, the summary of the, the law of uh, keeping you know exotic animals. A person may not keep a lion, tiger, leopard, ocelot, jaguar, cheetah, margay, margay, I don't know what that is, mountain lion, Canada, Canada lynx, Canada lynx, oh dear, bobcat, jagarundi, Cayena oh, wolf, coyote, or any deadly, dangerous, or poisonous reptile, unless such person has registered the animal with a local law enforcement agency in the county in which the animal is kept. It doesn't actually say anything about a bears, um, but it goes down to no person. Uh, in, as of January 1st, 2012, pursuant to the Large Carnivore Act, no person shall own or possess, breed or transfer ownership, or possession of, receive a transfer of ownership of possession of, or transport a large carnivore without a permit. Large carnivore is designed as, is defined as, Tiger, lion, jaguar, leopard, snow leopard, clouded leopard, and cheetah included a hybrid cross such cat, but excluding any unlisted non-native cat or any common domestic or house cat or a bear of a species that is non-native to this state and held in captivity. So it does not include those. That's interesting. So you can own so, or transport a bear. As long as it's native to Missouri. As long as it's native to Missouri. So wow. if you capture a native Missourian bear, you may keep it. As long as it's in a cage. But no, no, you can keep it as long as you just, when you transport it. When you, you transport it, it, it has to be in a cage. Okay. You just can't transport uncaged uh, bears. So we'll, have to, we'll have to tell Jared about that one and tell him <laughs> capture a bear in Missouri. All right, so in Maine, it's illegal to have Christmas decorations up after January 14th. That's a good law. We should keep that one. It's kind of an extreme law. I mean, yeah. We'll why? Get, we'll, we'll what person? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. The source is dumblaws.com, and it doesn't have, like, a specific article, so um, it doesn't have a specific link to the law. It's just okay. where they got the source from, so... I have so that no idea. is potentially false. That's potentially, but I'm, I'm assuming the ones they got from dumblaws.com are the ones that they checked twice to make sure those yeah. were legal. But I don't know. Again, disclaimer warning. Okay, uh, this is one of the funny ones. Number three. Uh, in New Jersey, it is illegal to wear a bulletproof vest while committing a murder. <laughs> Doesn't say anything about murder. <laughs> but I'm assuming since that is a federal offense, it is still illegal in New Jersey. But make, but, but make sure that if you're murdering someone in New Jersey... Don't wear a bulletproof vest or else you'll get more jail time <laughs> and you might be more dead. I wonder if someone has ever been arrested for that and not murder. <laughs> like, it's like, well, we can't prove that you were murdering, were murdering this person, but, but we can prove you had a bulletproof vest on well, while you were murdering someone. <laughs> I don't know how that works. What the heck? <laughs> In Nevada, it is illegal for a man to buy drinks for more than three people at a time. Seriously? Better cancel that night out with friends. <laughs> so you can't, like, order a round of drinks for, like, everyone in the bar. Which, I mean, is probably a good thing. Well, yeah, but, but still, like, why? I don't know. Why is See, this such a big That's deal? the thing. With a lot of these laws, this They're probably just, just happened multiple yeah. times. And, like, we need to make a law yeah, against this. There's probably a really good reason. Okay, this is one of my favorites. In Wisconsin, it is illegal to serve butter substitutes in state prisons. <laughs> Are yeah. you serious? You have to have the No, room. no, okay, all right. You know, you need <laughs> no to prove this No margarine for the inmates. You need to prove this one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it says in there, oh maybe they goodness. figured out how to turn it into a shank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? You need to prove I, that I'm one, looking though. up the source. Because we live in Wisconsin. We need to make sure, because 
the other day, I think, pretty sure I gave, I can't believe it's not butter to a, to a criminal the other day. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the website they got it from lawguru.com, but then that website got it from dumblaws.com and posted it on their website. And they're like, yeah, well, um, we don't know if this is true, but we're <laughs> so I, I have a feeling this is not a true law, but it's still funny. Oh, oh that's funny. Okay. All right. So that we're clear. No, I'm clear, guys. We're all good. I'm not going to jail for giving people margarine <laughs> in, in the jail. It's like I go, I go to the jail and just give them some margarine, and they're just like, just get in the cell with them, man. Something wrong with you. That's funny. In New Jersey, once convicted of drunk driving, you may never again have personalized license plates. Uh, <laughs> I just won't know. So you just got to think point? about why, why, why did they, this happened. Did they like put some sort of like, I don't know. Gar- <laughs> I don't it literally doesn't make any sense. In North Dakota, beer and pretzels cannot be served at the same time in any bar or restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad went down, huh? So some gave some gave some guy really bad gas and <laughs> killed a whole group of people. Could you arrest somebody for that? Like I don't think that's a problem. Like I don't think you can be arrested for that. For farting people to death. Okay. In Alaska, waking a sleeping bear for a photo opportunity is strictly forbidden. Oh. <laughs> but shooting them is okay. My goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> so so if you're going and hunting a bear and you have a legal permit to hunt a bear in Alaska, but you decide to go up and wake up the bear <laughs> to take a photo with it before and then you decide not to kill it. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to kill this bear. I just want to take a picture with it. You will get arrested <laughs> if, if they catch you. Some guy out there Snapchatting with his, with his bear <laughs> and it's like, where are you? Yeah, it's illegal. What have you done? You. What have you done? Or no, you just you're, you're showing around your picture of the bear that you took, with, yeah. and then just like some animal expert comes along, it's like, I can tell by the bear's dilated pupils that it just awoke. I am going to report you to the authorities. I don't see how that would go down in a, in a court of law. <laughs> in Connecticut, a pickle is not officially a pickle unless it bounces. <laughs> what? So if you chug it against the ground and it doesn't bounce, it's not a pickle. <laughs> you know, I don't even point. care at this point if these are real lies. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> In South Carolina, you must be 18 years of age to play a pinball machine. What is it like? Like the M-rated version of I don't know. Pinball? <laughs> don't How would you even so. do that? Huh. In Michigan, anyone over age twelve may own a handgun as long as he or she has not committed a felony. That's interesting. Really? Where what did you say it was? Uh Michigan. Hmm. Interesting. I need to ask David about that. <laughs> No, <clears throat> excuse me. And no, I'm not eating anything. 
What are you talking about? Of course you are. You're eating trail mix. What? What are you smoking? Okay, according to Wikipedia, I don't... I, it doesn't say specifically who can own a handgun. It says who can buy a handgun, and you have to be 18 to buy a handgun, but it doesn't say anything about the age required to own one. So I don't know. It just means nobody's posted that info to Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. In Idaho, it is illegal for a man to give his sweetheart a box of candy weighed more than 50 pounds. <laughs> oh, dear. you got to save... You can't just completely get all of the women, okay? Oh, yes. You gotta leave some, you know, it has to be a challenge still. Mm-hmm. You know, more than 50 pounds of chocolate, she's yours. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make sure it's a fair game. It's a fair game. <laughs> that one makes sense. I, I respect that one. And you gotta know that a man probably came up with that law, and I just don't know why. Like, it's probably not even a law. I don't know. I don't know, I bet some woman was like, why did I marry this guy? We need to make a law that you can't, you know, give some a woman more than 50 pounds of chocolate. In North Carolina, bingo games can't last more than five hours. <laughs> That's a good law, I'd say. <laughs> bingo gets really boring after five hours. But why make it illegal? That I don't know! So they killed somebody? It's like, they bust a, a, group of, a group of elderly residents playing bingo. You are past the allotted bingo time! Get on the ground! Oh, oh I wasn't... God. No, we was only four and a half hours, officer! <laughs> we were even timing it and everything. It's like they make electric bingo. It's like, just times it. So you can't and, and if it goes over five hours, it sends an alarm to the police. Yeah. Oh, I want to write a a comedy science fiction where this all this government has like a bunch of these really weird laws, and at the end you figure out that all of them are for like a really good reason. Sounds like a good book. Yeah. So in Connecticut, it's illegal to walk across the street on your hands. I mean, it's probably a good idea <laughs> to That's not do that. <laughs> That's a good law. <laughs> yep. In Louisiana, there is a $500 fine for instructing a pizza delivery man to deliver pizza to a friend unknowingly. I mean, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know, see why you need to make a law about I, it. But... Yeah, it's probably not a nice thing to do. Yeah, unless, it's fair. It's fair, though. Unless you've paid in advance. Some guy had a heart attack after that. It's like, man, we've got to make a law now. <laughs> In Ohio, it's illegal to get a fish drunk. No. <laughs> no. No way. Um, we should do one of these. Except we both. We do like 50-50. Make up your own laws. And find real laws. And see who can like get Like the they most. do on Good Mythical Morning. They do that on Myth- Good Mythical Well, they Morning. do that kind of stuff all the time where it's like, either this is either a fake one or a real one, and you have okay. to guess. Let's do a true or false. Yeah. Sometime. That'd be fun. Okay, maybe I won't link this in the liner notes. Because oh, the last ones. one is bad. And, well, we won't read it. 
Huh. Enough trail mix. I think enough trail mix, Connor. Huh? I think enough trail mix. That's what I said. It's illegal for Connor to eat more than two handfuls of trail mix while whilst recording a podcast. That's a dumb one. <laughs> okay, so we've just gone through some really interesting laws that may or may not be true. What did you want to talk about pertaining to laws, Connor, when we were well, thinking about this? You know, I was just thinking, like, you said the same thing with some of the laws for the Israelites. Like, what the heck? Some silly laws, right? It's very true. You can't touch dead pigs? Like, what the heck, man? I assume you're playing devil's advocate, because I think we both know the answer to that question. No, I'm stupid, man. What? What's the deal with this? Well, um, for one, God wanted to set apart the Israelites and make them holy and, like... Have them be different from every other nation, and so he uh, had them follow these specific regulations. Um, and also, um, one, it's probably not a good idea to touch a dead pig. What? Because of Why diseases. Not? Diseases, pachises. <laughs> and three, it's. I mean, there, there's there's also you know laws forbidding Jews to eat pig because back in the day it was really hard to cook pig well and it was unhealthy for you. But so. But bacon. Well, yeah, they, they didn't have good bacon. The bacon would get you sick back then. Well, that's it. I'm through. <laughs> I'm through. If, if, if that was a law four, four to 5,000 years ago you for a very specific people. No, I don't. I'm done. You won't be a Christian because that was a law 5,000 years ago for, or not 5,000, 4,000. Four th- I don't know. Something yeah, about like 4,000, 3,000. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on, man. That's ridiculous. Who wants to follow something like that? I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm trying to play the devil's advocate. I know you are. How about we just talk about it instead of acting like we're stupid? Well, I'm just trying to, you know. Play the mindset of the people who yeah. call out the Israelite laws as reason you shouldn't be a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get one thing straight here, people. There's a difference between the ceremonial laws of Israel, the civil laws of Israel, and the moral laws of Israel. And ceremonial laws were very specifically for different you know, rituals and ceremonies as pertaining to the Jewish religion, which a lot of it had to do with making the Israelites pure and holy and setting them apart from other nations and for keeping them healthy because then they wouldn't die of diseases because they were wandering in the desert for like 40 years and um with the animal sacrifices and stuff like that that was to specifically remind the israelites of their sin and the the penalty for sin is death and so they're giving you know they they are using these animals to pay for their sacrifice um pay for their sacrifice to pay for the sacrifice that to sacrifice themselves no. Wait, what? They're using the animals uh-huh. as sacrifices yeah. to pay for to their pay own for sin. their sins. <laughs> That's yes. what I meant to say. There you go. Um. But yes, and then it's also a foreshadowing of you know Jesus Christ being the ultimate sacrifice. But besides that, all the civil laws and ceremonial laws were very specific to the Israelites and their culture and their time period and the situations that they were in. 
and the moral law, which is the Ten Commandments and the commandments surrounding those that are, you know, talking about um, and the punishments the for the those. punishment for yeah. those things and stuff like that. Those are all very uh, not necessarily the punishments for them are applicable today per se because it's not like we're any of us are in the Israelite government, but you know the moral law still stands that it's still wrong to do those things. So, but it's not wrong for us to touch pigskins because we're not Jewish. <laughs> I mean, so you're saying it's wrong for Jews to touch dead pigs? No, I'm saying it's, it was wrong for the Israelites back then when God told them to, and then when Jesus came, he was like, "You don't have to worry about that anymore. I fulfilled it." All those rituals and ceremonies, I fulfilled all of them by dying on the cross. Now you don't have to do them anymore. There but you go. at the point of which he was saying that he hadn't have died, he didn't didn't hadn't died on the cross yet. So fair enough. But yeah. so just, I mean, know, him coming a little bit was... of tense there that you could have changed. Okay, but, yeah. okay, fine. Well, that's fine, Almighty Connor, who knows everything about theology. Thank you. <laughs> Not even a blink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, but here's my question now. Is it wrong then to, so let's, okay, so let's say, we, we, we talk about this a lot, but for the sake of um, argument and for, say, for the sake of our listeners, if I wanted to make a one world government, which is essentially impossible, um, but, or, or if I wanted to just make a, my own little community or my own little country or something like that that involved 10 to 12 people. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, to why? be honest, Connor, I don't think you can find 10 to 12 people yeah, who would be willing to live under so your either. one world no. government rule. <laughs> no. But, uh, but if, I, if I did that, <laughs> which, I, which I would never do. coerce people. No, which, which I would never do. Dictator. I, I, I would be okay with being the leader of a country or, you know, no, like I know you the one be, world yeah. government. I'd be cool with that. <laughs> I know it, it would, you know, it'd be really hard and probably crappy most of the time. Because mm-hmm, people would be probably trying to kill you. Yeah, well, all the time. You know, but I, I would still like that. If it, being the leader of 10 to 12 people doesn't really matter to me. I don't think that's... I don't really care about that. But um, let's say I did, you know, do that or whatever. W- should I not use those laws then for the Israelites? And I'm talking about, like, the moral laws. Because you were saying, you know, because those are just, you know, that doesn't really I know wasn't saying the moral laws, the punishments for those moral laws. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, laws. Shouldn't that be the law? No. Why not? And I, I do not agree with that because um, those, again, it's very, very specific to the Israelites and their culture. But. And the way that they handled things. Because God wanted to make, for one, to set them apart, to make them holy, to make them well, fear him for one, because he's, he's almighty God. And he wants the Israelites to know how serious sin was. And also to keep the Israelites pure by, you know, getting, um, by punishing severely, mostly a lot of times by death, people who committed heinous sins. And, and from a lot of, um, reading that I've been doing and, and conversations I've had with people, I've, I've realized that, um, a lot of those, punishments and stuff like that probably weren't carried out for the most part simply because it never got that far like people either repented of their sin asked for forgiveness like went you know went to the leaders and and, and a lot of times didn't let it get to the point where they would be tried as unrepentant sinners and be stoned because of 
you know, their, their plea to the government. And because, um, a lot of times it would be stopped before it could be carried out. And, and stoning is just one of the punishments to clarify. Yes. It's not like everything is <laughs> Oh, stoning. you stole my chicken. Stone you! Um, but if God created that government, if that, that is the government that God created, are you saying for that he the created... Israelites. But did he create an imperfect government then? No, he created the perfect government for the Israelites. But if what you're saying is true, that... It worked perfectly for them, and which I didn't say it worked perfectly for them. It, but it, but what you're saying is it worked as well as it as one as any other government I've ever heard of would have worked. Is if everybody was so afraid of the law that nobody did it. But this is the problem. Um, it got to the point many times through is in Israelite history where they just didn't follow the law or God at all. Yeah, but so. that was government. That wasn't people. If if the government says this is the law and they uphold that and don't do that, well, of course, if they uphold nobody it. is going to break the law except for psychopaths, or they're just going to be really, really good at not well, well, getting yeah. caught. But that the punishment will almost never be carried out because nobody does that and gets caught. Which is, I think, why it very, rarely got carried out in the Israelite government. Like that's what I think. No, that's what I'm saying yeah. exactly. Is the fear of the law either that the or fear of God is yeah. what the law is supposed to do? Is put the fear of God into people? Oh, so exactly. They won't yeah. Even think about doing those. Yeah, things and it says multiple times. So it says multiple times. Not in the Old Testament. In the New Testament. Well, it says in the Old Testament too. But in the New Testament specifically, for those of you who tend to, um, and I'm not pointing out anyone specifically, but like any, it, there are Christians out there who tend to like just kind of push aside old testament sayings because it's oh the new testament is everything um and i'm not saying that the new testament is not important but it's all the bible that's important in its proper context um but there you know it says in in the new testament specifically paul is talking about governments and how um the government is um upheld by god to deliver out righteous wrath on evildoers like it's it's god's sword against evildoers that's like pretty much the language whoa, that Paul uses. Whoa, 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 Hold up now. So we're supposed to kill people and carry out punishments as Christians? Won't that tell people that we're a bunch Not of hateful bigots? Not necessarily as Christians, but as a government, yes. As citizens uh, of a government. Okay, so I shouldn't go vigilante. You shouldn't go vigilante. Okay. But you should, you should agree with capital punishment in specific situations where you know it's actually viable. Whoa. So you're saying I should support support the death of people? Yes. What if they're not Christians? What if they're going to hell? And me supporting capital punishment is therefore sending them to hell. You do not have that responsibility on your shoulders. That's up to God, whether or not, and the person, whether whoa. or not they're going whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't send people to hell? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't. I don't have that power? You do not. Oh, man. I thought I was so cool. Had that, you know, ability to send people to heaven mm. and hell. Uh, uh, contrary to some popular belief, you also do not have the ability to send yourself to heaven. What? Not even by praying a prayer or asking Jesus in your heart. It's Jesus and God completely who do all of that in the first place. You don't get to choose whether or not you go to heaven or not. It's just God who lets you. But Jesus is still in my heart, right? Well, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. So I guess the heart kind of counts as that. I think it's mostly your spiritual being, so your soul. Whoa. Well, okay. Now we got to go into something a little bit different now. <laughs> no, really, do now. we? Yeah, no, no. We're <laughs> going to go on a little sidetrack here. So, as a child, though, I was taught that I was supposed to accept Jesus into my heart, and then I was saved from the bad place. 
I was supposed. I repeated the prayer. Mm-hmm. I can see that you're playing devil's advocate again. <laughs> what? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm honestly concerned about my salvation right now. <laughs> God, that is the most insincere thing you have ever said. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Good to know I'm not a good liar. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're not good at doubting your own salvation. That's what I'm saying. Oh, thanks. You're buddy. very confident. Oh, that. that's great. Um Yeah, I mean, you the more I've studied the Bible and what God actually says about be salvation, you literally had no part in it whatsoever. What you did not. But pray I decided no, to follow God. But you didn't. But God was the only reason you could decide that in the first place because you're you're unbelievable. You technically did decide okay, it. Okay, all right. So as long as I had some sort of doing in my salvation, no, I can feel <laughs> proud about that. Okay, you didn't decide it in that way. This is the big conundrum of free will versus predestination. And when you really get down to it, it's somehow both, and I still don't understand that. You're saying that we can't understand some things about the Bible and about God? Yes, that's what i And I'm we saying. can still have this faith? Mm-hmm. We're kind what? of supposed to. <laughs> Wait a second. Isn't that the definition of faith? Yep. Hope in things that are not seen. I totally Believing that in something. <laughs> yes. Believing Please quote in the verse exactly. That is me. not that. Um, I think it's believing and hoping in something that you cannot see. Ah, dang it! We'll link the verse. It's in the like notes. it's like believing is hoping. Believing is hoping something is there. Faith is knowing it is there, even though you, even though you can't see it. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sure. What's interesting is that um, all. So if our th- chairs were invisible. Well, then just wait, just wait. What's interesting is all throughout the Bible, it, it always refers to faith as being after you are saved. You don't have faith before you are saved. Not what? at all. Like, you only can believe in those things after you have already been saved, Dude. which is incredibly interesting to me. Hmm. Well. So, yeah, one thing you need to know is that you are a horrible sinner and you have absolutely no redeemable qualities whatsoever. What? Yep. But I have no hair. <laughs> every <laughs> every <laughs> single thing you do, even if it is charitable or good by any some moral standard, it is still evil and a sin because it's um, done out of self-righteousness. It's because you think you're good enough to get into heaven, and so you're doing this out of your own selfishness rather than doing it simply because God wants you to. Which Well, okay, now we got to talk about something else, though. So you're saying that everything... We are so off topic. <laughs> it's okay, but we're, we're getting some good stuff in here. Are you saying that every single thing we do is either black or white? That there are no gray areas? Is that what you're saying, Caleb? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Really? I'm not oh, saying... Okay, okay I'm not... Okay, this is, so I'm not saying... I, stop, stop, I'm, stop, I get stop. drunk. I'm not saying that there are no gray areas. Me. I'm saying there are no gray choices. Whoa, whoa. Now, now we got to talk about that, too. I would think that the topic of marriage is a gray area because there are multiple choices you can make within the topic of marriage that could be either good or evil. But every single choice you make as an individual is either honoring God or spitting on God. Okay. I would just hesitate areas, though. Yeah, I would hesitate saying... I like saying, saying the, colorless areas. Okay, sure. Because sure. it's like... It, yeah, you don't want to imply that it's a mix of both of them. It's yeah. just not applied to a color yet it, it's simply the topic has not been colored yeah. yet 
because no action has been taken. Exactly. So therefore, nothing is actually. And we're talking about our conversation on morality, which is episode seven, which I'll link to in the liner notes as well. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's a good episode. What is episode seventeen? That's probably episode seventeen is Star Wars, I believe. Really? This is our Star Wars review. Yeah, that's really strange. Pretty sure it was. It was a lot longer ago than that. But okay, whatever. All right, so now now we're done off topic. But okay. So, in case you're wondering about what we were talking about with morality or whatever, you want to go back and listen to episode 7. We talk more about it. But for sure, I want to say that there are plenty of verses in the Bible that talk about things, like, I want to say it's in James. that There's a specific verse in James 2, I think, that says... Um, Anything done without faith. Any Anything, well, okay, so there are two different verses. I'm not sure. I'm pretty, I know that one of them yeah, is in James 2. But it says uh, that even if you if you do something without faith, it is sin. So basically, if I'm not sure about something, it is sin. Um, and uh, there's a verse that says even if you if there's good that you see that you don't do that you know you should do and you don't do, then it's sin as well. Mm-hmm. So therefore, so right right there, there's a huge blanket of sin over all these different things. And then in uh, Rome, no. In 1 Corinthians 6, it says, do everything to the glory of God. So, basically, literally everything you do is sin unless it's for God. Yep. So, literally everything is black and white. Mm-hmm. Everything Every choice. Is. And and we're not saying, hey, come ask us questions and, you know, be well, like... We'll figure out the specific situations where it's yeah, going to be black like, or white. It's not like that. It's every single situation is going to be... Very, every single choice that you make is either going to come from a selfish motivation and be sinful or is going to come from a right motivation and not, you know, um, not for yourself still. No, no, no. It's going to come from a a non, it's going to come from God and also not be a sin. Yeah. Like you, you, you can't lie for God. You can't lie for you God, or you can't murder. Well, for God. you can. Yeah. Okay. See, this is the thing. I was just reading the verse the other day where the midwives in Egypt lied about um, not killing the, the, you know, the, or why they didn't kill the the boys that were born to the Hebrew women, and to Pharaoh. And you're like, well, the the women were really, really fast in childbearing, and they gave birth before we even got there. And then God, the next verse said, and God was pleased with them and they did well by him kind of a thing. I was uh, like, so, hmm, that's well, interesting. Yeah, no, but, but the point is, and I don't, I think I talked lives. about, yeah, I thought, I think I talked about this with someone or saw an article somewhere that explained it in further detail, but I don't know. Basically, it's like, you know, if I'm going to war and I'm fighting. See, this is the thing, though. We're people. getting into situations we don't want to talk about, which yeah. is the specific yeah. things, specific and things. we don't know. This is the the thing we want to get across. We're not saying that we know every single choice, whether it's black or white. You, only you and and God. It's you between you and God, and every single choice you make, whether or not it's going to be good or evil. And your job is to know enough about the Bible and what God wants from your life to be able to pick out those differences and choose the right path. Basically, God is. Um, God only sees black and white. He's he's back in the '80s, man. He doesn't see all your fancy, Connor. vibrant colors. The '80s definitely had color. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was like '60s, right? 
I'm 70s? pretty sure it was the 70s. Was no, color? I'm pretty sure it was before that. No, because Dick Van Dyke was made in the 1960s, and that was black. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there was still color television back then. It was so, still, so it wasn't so popular. So he's back in like the 50s, okay? So 50s, 40s, somewhere around yeah. there. So I think 40s might have been like the okay. earliest, you know, it, earliest it's color just, television. It's okay. All right, yeah, it's all good. This is another episode where we just kind of jump around yeah. and do whatever. Um, But... I don't think I'm going to edit any of this out because I don't think we've really stopped talking about anything. Since we, we did started, a couple so. times when you were looking. At there the was like a tiny little bit of a pause, yeah. but I don't think it's, I'm going to bother. It's okay, about just it. stop. You're editing it. Okay. No, I'm not. Yes, go ahead. All right. So for sure, you're editing out this part. Okay. No, I'm not. It's yeah, you are. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why did you do that? Yeah, because now you have to edit it. Dang okay. It. <laughs> so, but uh, still not going to. You're stupid. Okay. So, but what we're trying to say is that God knows whether or not something is good or evil. He's not up there thinking, wait a second. Oh, Jesus, Holy Spirit, come here. What, what just happened there? Like, I, my vision just kind of blurred for a second there. What did he just do? Was it good? Was it evil? I don't know. It's like, come on. He's yeah. God. He knows. Like, every single decision you make is a decision. You're, you're making a choice. You know, it doesn't matter of your motives, but it does. Like, but even if It's a combination of both of those. It's yeah. a combination of your action and your motive. And unless you have both of them right, you're wrong. Yes. Even if you're kind of wrong doing something good or doing something bad you're for the right You're probably not doing it for the right motivation. Well, you're probably doing it for myself as motivation ultimately then. But it doesn't matter. Even if I am have true motivations but I'm I'm doing the wrong thing, it's still a sin. You you don't you don't get brownie points for it. Oh, no, that. no, obviously. Yeah. Yes. That, no, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Okay. I'm not I'm not trying to no, say yeah, that to yeah, you. I'm saying you don't get extra goody two-shoes points. Oh, I just killed someone. For... But I, I I, had really good in, uh, um, motivation. Like, I, I was going to He, I don't know. He looked at my child. Gone. <laughs> that was a good motivation. I was trying to protect my kid. <laughs> By preemptive violence. Yes, preemptive violence. I man. love that stuff. It's like a drug. You talk about it like it's a drug. Preemptive violence. <laughs> Man, you know what I really love though? Violence. That neo preemptive violence. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Because it means there have been multiple iterations. Uh. <laughs> but okay, so back to what we were talking about. What the heck were we talking about? Um, we were really... talking about moral law versus civil law versus ceremonial right. law and so, one world government that you want to make. Yeah, well, we're talking about capital punishment, though. Yes. That's, 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 that's the main that's thing where we started. that we want to get down to. Um, to tell you guys some local news, the other day, I think it was last night, actually, at 7 o'clock. Some where was this? In, at, uh, in Beloit? At in Piggly Beloit, Wiggly. Wisconsin. Beloit, Wisconsin. Piggly Wiggly. Um, some guy shot a five-year-old. Mm. And immediately, and, and I don't even know, like, why or, you know, like, what the heck? There's he no good reason some... for shooting a five-year-old. Well, well, obviously, but it's like, well, obviously you had to have some sort of reason. It wasn't just like, dude, that kid, bang. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Unless what? he's completely psychopathic yeah. in every way. Well, yeah, but even then, you still have a reason. You're not no. just going to be like, you know, I'm just going to go to jail for no reason. Was just, it you know, is at a Piggly Wiggly, too? Is, yeah. You, you don't just bring a gun into Piggly Wiggly yeah, and it's like, randomly shoot a five-year-old. It just doesn't make sense. So, obviously, there was a reason. Hmm. But the point is... Why do we let those people live? Yeah. If you kill a five-year-old, why are we paying money to send you to a jail where you can live all nice and cozy and watch TV and play pool all day? Not all day, but you and, get and the not point. all prisons are like that. But still, you're you're letting them out again is the main point. Like 
or or even just wasting dollars on them when you're, we don't. You're, need we're to. literally wasting our money. Like the millions upon millions upon billions of dollars that we would save. It, like we would save millions upon millions of dollars if we exterminated everybody in jails. Well, yes, but we shouldn't. If do that. we <laughs> exterminated all the murderers and the rapists, this is in the jails, thing. This we is where we still millions of dollars. But again, we need to specify here: we are not condoning that we just kill all of the murders. Yeah, and we're rapists. we're saying the government should have that. I'm standard. not saying. I'm not even saying that the government should kill all the murderers and rapists in prison right now. No, I I, I don't I idea. don't think so either. I think it would take it would take years of studying. Yeah, it would take going years through each of and every file. Case files so it essentially would be an impossible. Systems. It would be impossible at this point. It would be. Yeah. So if we were starting, and this is what's what interests me. I, this is what makes me want to write a science fiction novel about like a colony and in, in like on our solar system or something like that, where you start completely anew. You know that kind mm. of thing, where you just like a let's cowboy law. Like like. We should write a science fiction novel where it's basically you and me as characters and we're the leaders of this new colony and we try to establish like the perfect government. Hmm, that'd be fun. That would be an interesting novel. We should sit down someday mm-hmm. and just start writing it uh-huh. and we bring up some sort of random encounter table and it just tells us what happens and we just react to it. And write down everything and, and describe everything that's happening or going on. That'd be interesting. We could do that, and have have some sort of end game in mind. We well, well you could do you could do a kind of um, like for example, Dan Wells was talking about he um, uh, this author used the I Ching, which is like a, a book of fortune telling or whatever. Um, but it's it's basically gotten to the point where it's like just a popular pastime, right? Every people just mess mess around with like these those little sticks, and they're like, oh, and then it randomly tells you this some weird like completely vague thing that doesn't mean anything, kind of a thing. And and he said, um, you know, like weird. I need to look up an example of it real quick. Why don't we just talk about what we're trying to talk about? No, no, no. I I need to tell you about this real quick because I don't. I wanna. I don't wanna leave that statement there because i was just mumbling for like five minutes you could just edit it sure i have to edit this part here where you're uh no i'm not gonna edit that either Uh, connor it's 8 50 at night i don't want to edit this Uh, so for example so it's it's the the known as the classic of changes with the book of changes in english Uh, that's an ancient divination text and the oldest of chinese classics um so Basically, you you randomly, it's almost like a random roll, but there's like these random little sticks that I've never actually done it or seen anyone done it do it. But it's like you know, it's like a fortune telling kind of thing. But it's you randomly look up. It's not telling me any examples. This is sad. Oh, here we go. Okay. So you're saying it's like voodoo. Yep. Saying it's like okay, voodoo. Okay, here, here's an example of it. Um, it's like voodoo, and we should stay away from it. No, no, no. Winds sweep through the mountain valley. The superior person sweeps away corruption and stagnation by stirring up the people and strengthening their spirit. Supreme success. Before crossing to the far shore, consider the move for three days. After crossing, devote three days of hard labors to damage control. So it's just like this weird random text about nothing. 
but like the guy used it whenever he got to a main point in the plot where like he didn't know what happened this this guy he was writing an alternate history novel he he just consulted the I Ching he's like okay what would happen here and just random vague meaning of something he's like alright and then just it translated that into a story and then just huh. wrote it from there and um, pretty handy tool yeah I know and get it handy uh, uh, sorry <laughs> But basically, it's along the lines of, like, if we could find something, like, a random kind of, uh, yeah. like, what happens next yeah. thing. Yeah. Story cubes, you know, anything like that, just to randomly generate plot. That'd be fun. And obviously, we could just change it if we want to or need to. Exactly, yeah. Um, but th- that's entirely off the point. So yeah. I don't think we have a point in this episode. No, no, we I do. I mean, we do. But... We do. Um... But back to the capital punishment. That's that's the main thing I want to get down and across. Okay, sure. yeah. Um specifically for things like ISIS. Like like why are we letting them live? And and everybody's like, "Well, okay, but we're Christians. We can't go to war, kill anybody." We're not saying that we as Christians should go to war. That's the thing. No, but even then, we're yeah. Christians are supposed to, you know, you could even use the argument if we're supposed to be different like the Israelites mm-hmm. and not do those things. But it's like, "What?" what? No, it's like because because everybody is doing wrong. We're supposed to should be wrong too. Yeah, no, it literally makes no yeah. sense. It, you can't even use that argument. And this is the thing: like, but, there are a lot of people who are saying, you know, there's civilians. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we should bomb random places where you think ISIS not, might be. Let's not think about ISIS. Just think about the, the capital punishment at all. But that's not capital punishment. Bombing random ISIS. I, I'm saying. The act of taking a life. Okay. Why are we? Why do we do that? Why? Why? Why are we in support of the act of taking a life? Okay. Why are we as Christians in support of capital punishment? That's mm-hmm. the question you're posing. All right. Yes. And I would say because of the verses I already quoted, where Paul says to Paul says that um, the government is a tool of God to specifically. The fear put God. the fear of God into wrongdoers and smite, literally smite them. Like that's that's the word it uses. I mean, in English, in English, obviously it's a different word, but um, in, in some translations, at least, I think I believe it says smite. Um, but it, it's the same connotation. Like it, the the government is supposed to um, strike fear into evildoers. Be God's sword and and strike down evildoers. That's the point of the government. It's a, a good government is going to make evil men fear it and good men love it. So that and that's the, the good ultimate... men are safe exactly. and the bad men are dead. <laughs> because and, and that's the thing, is, though. Hold up, though. Yeah. This is my main argument for it. Go ahead. Is if somebody goes out and brutally rapes and kills somebody and you put them in a jail for 50 years... Heck, usually it's only like... Oh, they wouldn't go in like jail for 50 years. They'd 26. Go in, they'd go in jail for like 20. 20, 26. Yeah. Um, and usually it's only like six months for rape, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, okay, I think the top has been like two years. So that's like nothing for rape. Yeah. And I, I would say that most people would rather be killed than raped. Yep. That's just, you know, that's just whatever. But, and, but the problem is... We let that we if we let those people live. I'm not saying we we make them go to jail, you know, for whatever. I'm not saying we 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 you know put them in a terrible prison where they actually have to you know have problems and they don't you know get all these luxuries. We actually put them in a prison where they're 
not tortured by us, but tortured by the circumstances. Like, the, the just uncomfortable, torturous circumstances. Where, well, yeah, because it gets them to re- yeah. to repent of their. It's a rehabilitation. Yeah, thing. you're you're punishing them instead yes. of putting them in. It's like uh, the difference between giving somebody a timeout and a spanking. Yes. It's like okay, you stand over there while I, you know, whatever. And the guy's like, okay, I'm, I know in five minutes I'm gonna be. Yeah, fine. or they're really immature, or... and they actually need a spanking because they can't even sit still for five yeah. minutes. Um, but. The point is, it's not fair to the people that it was done to, mm-hmm. and it's not fair to the people... Like, the majority of rapists are all reoffenders, Repeated offenders, Repeated yes. Repeated offenders. I was, I, I think it's like... I know it's a high percentage, it's a but very I would go high as, percentage. Far, as to far to say the 90% is the 90, probably... Yeah, I think that's what the percentage we were looking at the that one day. The percentages yeah. for uh, rape reoffenders, Repeat Be- offenders. Repeat offenders. Because there's, there's no punishment for it. They yeah. don't care. The, and, and it's usually multiple times that they're not even caught for. Yeah. Because the, you don't get caught for it. Nobody, they don't care. Because no one talks about nobody it. Talks no one, about it. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And that is not fair to anyone, mm-hmm. even them, because you need to punish them and teach yeah. them that and, not and to when do you that. Were, when you were saying that, I, I don't think it's necessarily a right thing to say, okay, we should punish them and, and, and have them be tortured in prisons and not tortured torture but you know what i mean like tortured in prisons where they're like surrounded by a bunch of other evil people and and like I'm not normal no, prison I'm, situations i'm not saying this that. is what i think the perfect situation for a prison would be you it's very very uncomfortable circumstances you're not with a bunch of other people like who are just as evil as you you're not in that same environment you're constantly surrounded by good people who are trying to rehabilitate you but you are not given any quarter in the t- terms of comfort you know what I mean? Like, people are always constantly being like, all right, we need to talk this Too over. Too much manpower. There's literally, like, hundreds of people. No, I know I would At be. the very least, but this one is the thing. This is the thing. Person. If if we, and as we are, we talked about before, um, capital punishment is used a lot more judiciously on repeat murderers and really unrepentant murderers and re- repeat rapists and all, you know, those hor- the horrible, horrible criminals... That decreases a lot of the people in jail. If we, instead of sending thieves to jail or, you know, people who do drugs to jail, find much more suitable punishments for them, like you have to work back that money you paid to someone or, you know. The the perfect law, and I think there would be a lot of things we would take from the Israelite law if we were in charge of the government. Because a lot of those laws are just fantastic. And that's why I would think it would be really interesting to write a sci-fi novel about that. Because you could just say, hey, let's, like, have the two characters, the lead characters, be, like, looking at this, like, the Bible or whatever as, like, a reference point. And I don't think they need to be Christians, per se, because I think it might be more interesting if they weren't, like, the characters. But it's like, you know, 2200 or whatever. And they're looking at this this text that, that they really never paid attention to. And they start realizing, wow, this is some this is interesting laws that we might be able to use. But anyways, back to the topic. Um, Like, I think it was, I want to say it was sevenfold. But I'm pretty sure you, you're something like pay that, back yeah. double if you steal something. Mm-hmm. Um, And obviously... I'm completely fine with with rape and murder being the death penalty. I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. I don't think you are. I am completely fine with it in specific circumstances. Yeah, like I, this, I, that's I would the, agree. The main problem, the main problem, the main problem you know? with the capital punishment, is that 
it, there's always the chance that you don't have the right person because yeah. there's a lot of people who will have false confessions and evidence being planted. And, and our, our legal system is so screwed up that there's so much chance of that happening. And so I wouldn't like if I was suddenly became dictator of America, I would not say, all right, we're going to just institute this now. Every murder and rapist is yeah. going to be killed. Like no, that would not we work. Would, we start by changing the justice system exactly. entirely yes. to catch to actually catch the people who are committing the crimes. Yes. Um, and the right people before you even worry about the punishments. Mm-hmm. Um. And and the main problem with any sort of government working like it should is because of the people involved. Mm-hmm. And and obviously any government, even the Israelite government, is not going to be perfect. It's not going to work the way it's supposed to work because of people and corruption in those people. But that in no way, shape, or form should discourage you from trying to make exactly. a perfect government yes. if you were in charge of you know anything. Mm-hmm. The point is the only not... the only reason we have a semi good government is because people were willing to take the risk of let's try to make a good government and keep yeah. it that way rather than just letting all go to anarchy. Heck, the majority of our founding fathers were all Christians. I would not say that. Majority? No. What? I would say that pretty much all of them believed in a god and were very moral people, but I wouldn't say that most of them are Christians. No. Truth Project. I thought that's what. No. Okay. Okay. He he quoted a bunch of people. I I really liked what he said. I think he took some of it out of context, which was um, he he had all these quotes from all these founding fathers, and it was all just talking about God and creation and all that stuff. But none of it said anything specifically about Christianity. If these people were actually Christians, they would have specified that. that. You know what I mean? But the point remains is those were all public quotes. They didn't need to stand out there and say... You know. But the thing was, most of America in that day were Christian, at least in culture, and that was extremely popular to quote those kind of things. And it yeah. still is to no, some extent. Well, no, what I'm saying is... Because every it, politician now has their favorite Bible verse. You know yes, what I mean? Like, no, but it, but it goes both ways. You can't just say, you know, they weren't because they didn't specify it. Mm-hmm. They, they could have been, they just didn't specify it because there was no need to. Which might have been completely possible. I'm not saying that I know because I don't. Yeah. But I I wouldn't go so far as to say that that, uh, the American government was founded on the religion of Christianity per se. I think they took a lot of the ideals and the moral values of Christianity and put it in place. And I do believe that at least some of the founding fathers did believe in the Christian worldview to the extent that it makes a government work the way it's supposed to because no, really all of them did. Yeah. No, I mean, all of them used the Bible yeah, as a, all, a good book to make laws by and you all know, of the laws ideals. for at least 10 to 20 years. And specifically for the beginning of the government, all of the laws were from the Bible. Every single law had, had a, a, its root a in reason the Bible. From, yeah. from the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, obviously the, the, the rules were not the same as like Israelite stuff, but they all had a reason as to why there were laws. Exactly. Not necessarily punishment-wise, but as, you know, laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what's funny is, like, the only reason you can really believe in human liberty in the, in the way that you can uh, as, Amer- as an American is because of Christianity being true. Yeah. Because otherwise it really doesn't actually make sense. Mm-hmm. There's no other worldview where that still fits. Yeah, no, nobody else cares to give people that kind of freedom. Exactly. It's much easier in a government to be in charge of everything. Exactly. And even if you're saying, oh, it's a secularist, 
atheist, like God doesn't exist at all, there's absolutely no reason to ever have give people liberty. Give people liberty. A socialist government is the complete way to go every time. Yep. So I think we got a point across. I think we did. Yeah, so basically we're not saying as Christians that we should go vigilante and kill all the murderers and rapists. And I apologize if this episode might have been somewhat brutal for you to listen to if we're just constantly talking about murder and rape the whole episode. Well, but that's that was kind of the point. What we're trying to say is it, it I don't care at, at this point, like at, at the point of, you know, somebody committing murder or rape, you shouldn't give a crap about the person who committed it. You should care about the people it was done to. Yes. Family members and um, re-events. Like, especially if you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. If you know you can get away with it. Yeah, this is my big, no my biggest reason. problem. My biggest problem with Christian pacifism is that it, 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 it goes under this veil of wanting to care about the people that we, we supposedly want to do violence against, but it conveniently victimizes the people that the violence was done against. And if you didn't really understand that sentence, what I mean is pacifism tends to place so much emphasis on the person who committed the atrocity instead of the people who were victimized. And that is a wrong that I think needs to be righted. I am all for nonviolence if it can be achieved. I'm not saying that we have to kill a bunch of people and that's the only way to go. Obviously, it's better idea to... It's always a better thing to try to not kill if you don't have to. But there are some situations where that is the best thing for everyone involved, even the murderer, because that is justice. And that's what they deserve as human moral individuals. And that is a God-given right to the government to be able to do that. And and I'm not Heck, just... It's a God-given right to me to be able to defend myself. Yes. And specifically to defend other, other people. people. And I think that's the one thing that people get so wrong with this whole you know, gun rights and self-defense as a Christian and all that stuff. I don't I mean, give a rip what yeah. you do with self-defense. I, To be honest, I would... If there's a situation where it's self-defense and it's just me and a gunman, I yeah. would gladly give my life if, if I have to. Yes. But if it's against someone else, if a gunman is shooting another person, it is my right as a... is my right, privilege, and duty as a Christian to defend those people in any means, by any means necessary. Yeah. And if you aren't doing that, you aren't loving your neighbor. And I and that is the truth right loving, there. Loving the person who is committing the crime more than the victim is, um, is a sin. huge heart issue. Yeah. Like, that is not okay. Yep. If, if at all, we should just be like, okay, so if you do this, you're officially just out of the picture capital punishment all over so we can focus on the people you've been hurting and and fix all of that before we even are concerned with okay so now hold up now you know maybe we should try helping this person too or you know before you even do that it should be okay victim whatever the victim needs and yes and and, and in some cases for sure forgiveness is always vital Oh, vi- absolutely vital. Vital to you know any. That doesn't mean that justice well. shouldn't yeah. be done. But that does not mean justice should be done. Um, and I think it is very healthy. For okay, so let's say somebody killed you, and I wanted to go out and kill that person, mm-hmm. and somebody said, "No, I'll go kill him for you." 
So then you don't have that revenge on you. Justice just being served. That is way better for me. So that I don't go out, you know, and go against anything. And obviously that's a gross understatement. That wouldn't necessarily happen in any situation. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. That is. So it would probably be better to say um, someone, someone killed me and you wanted to go get revenge against them. But then another person was like, no, I'm a, I'm a lawyer and I'm, I have a friend who's a police investigator. We're going to catch this guy and we're going to give him governmental governmental justice and that it, and then you can get your peace. The guy can get his justice and you don't sin in the process. Yes. Which is the perfect situation. And it is vital to recovery to not take revenge. Yes. But to still have justice. And yes. that is what the government needs. That's what to the government do. is there for. Yes. It, it needs to be able to it's to it's to give justice to the people who need justice with and without um endangering the hearts and minds of the people who were victimized. You need to protect the victims physically, emotionally, and mentally. Yes. And the best way to do that is to give the people justice. Yes. So they can't reoffend. And the people are at peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just the thought of knowing that that person is still living and didn't get justice, mm-hmm. you know there's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, there there is always something to be said for trying to get um, peace in the way of... So, so say someone accidentally kills your friend or whatever... Yeah. You should all, you should definitely seek reconciliation there, and and if that person is seeking reconciliation for you, you should absolutely forgive them. There's nothing, th- th- there's nothing in the Bible that ever ever once says that you should ever harbor a grudge, not even once. Yeah. And and that is not to say that you shouldn't, that justice shouldn't be served. It's to say that you shouldn't be the one serving the justice personally because that is holding a grudge, and that's not what you're supposed to do. But hey, if you can find some way to completely detach yourself and still give out justice very unlikely <laughs> but if you're jack bauer it's all good <laughs> i no i don't recommend this no you don't recommend being like jack bauer nope because you'd probably get yourself killed very very hey. quickly hey come on now come on now but okay i, I we got a point across mm-hmm. i want to uh go on one small topic real quick before we end this um and just um one of the cool things that as we were talking about the you know the whole science fiction novel idea that we just randomly came up with one of the coolest ways to play with these ideas as a christian artist because obviously we were going through the christian bit of christian artists quite a bit in this episode but just to tie that back in real quick just something that i've been thinking about quite a lot as i'm writing this uh, novel that i'm writing right now to look skyward um the one of the main themes of the book is that it's a socialist government that's basically fine-tuned and controlled from the ground up and everyone does their job and everyone has a specific cash that they're supposed to you know have um the specific job they're supposed to do in their specific caste in this caste system and um novels and fiction are an extremely fun and interesting way to play with these concepts and ideals like if you want to know if you want to think about what it would be like for a government to have certain laws or even like a stupid law like the kind of laws that we were talking about like just a a, a, um a random culture that you know thinks that this certain thing should be illegal and they don't like it that can be a really really interesting story jump off point and especially i think um, when you're dealing with moral issues and pol- political issues and stuff like that, fiction can be a great way to th- kind of think for yourself in 
the form of fiction. So you write down your own ideas in the form of this and have your characters be thinking about these concepts because that if you, if that's something you're you're passionately thinking about and you have your and you portray that in your characters well, um, that can come across really really well and make those characters come to life. So yeah, just a random little tidbit there. Anything else, Connie? You want to add before we wrap this up? This unedited episode. You should edit it. I'm not going to edit it because you know how long it is. Two hours. One hour and five minutes. Oh, that's not too long. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit and listen because the problem is if I do edit it, I'd have to listen for 105, 105, one hour and five minutes, which I don't feel like doing tonight. So. And I, and I, I was paying attention the whole time. Like, there's really nothing I would actually want to cut out. There's a, a little bit of stop. There's a little bit of pauses here and there, but I, I can live with that. I'm sure the listeners can too. And if you don't, well, feel free to complain in the comments and I'll edit the next episode. Feel free to complain about this too. You can definitely complain about that. Why would you do that? I don't understand. Because uh, then you have to edit it. I will not edit it. You just edit out those three parts, okay? No. Yeah, just go through and find the Then why did parts. you even do it? <laughs> you have to edit it and then you might feel inclined no, I'm not going to, to edit it even more. Hey, Connor, would you like to edit the podcast? No, that would take too long. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care about that. All right. Anyway. Anybody got time for that? So what's our hashtag for today? Hashtag justice. Nah, it needs to be something. Oh, no, no. It has to be one of the funny laws. Hashtag cage your bears. (laughs) Hashtag please cage your bear. There you go. All right, so if you happen to be on Twitter and uh, you want to tweet at us, at Christ underscore art underscore show, please feel free to do that with the hashtag, hashtag please cage your bear. Heck, if you have arguments against everything we just said, please let yeah, us know. But like probably not on Twitter because it you can only write yeah. 140 characters and it's hard to talk about something in any length on Twitter. But please feel free to comment on this episode on our website at christianartistshow.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show. Those are both, you know, much better mediums to talk long form. You can also send us an email if you happen to feel like doing that. Um, Christian Artist Show at gmail.com. I never really promo that, but I feel like it might be appropriate at this point. Um, and we'll be on Google Plus as well, The Christian Artist. You know that uh, Ethan, that one guy who listens to us. Stoltz and likes the Yeah, who likes the, our music episodes. Is his name Stoltz Fighter? It's like in Stoltzfist, isn't Stoltzfist? it? Something like that. Stoltz, Stoltz. It, it ends with an F-U-S, I believe. It's like Stoltzfist or something. Stoltzfuss. I'm going with that. Stoltzfuss. <laughs> you have a very interesting last name, Ethan. <laughs> and we're not entirely sure how to pronounce it. And we're not making fun of you. We're just not really sure how to say it. <laughs> but yeah, he's on Google+. And so he's like our literally the only person on Google+, Plus who interacts with that page whatsoever. So kudos to you, it. Ethan. It's worth it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take any extra work for me, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, one click, I guess. Well, Because on, Hoot, on Hootsuite, that. I could just click Facebook, Twitter, Google+. This this will go to all of those, and then I start writing this post. Yeah, that's handy. Yep. I don't know how I ever stayed up to date with the Christian artist stuff before Hootsuite. Well, to be honest, I didn't, so... <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Stoltzfoots. <laughs> Stoltzfoot. <laughs> Sounds like a hobbit name. Sounds okay, like now, we're law, <laughs> <laughs> now we're making fun of you. Illegal. Now we're making fun of you. So this should be illegal. Yes. Stole sure. Foots. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> if you steal someone's foot, then sure. 
We're sorry, Ethan. But yeah, I already totally did my spiel in in the disguise of telling you where to comment and complain to us. So yeah. I don't really need to say anything more. So this has been the Christian Artists. Well, thanks for listening. More watching. Why would you? Well, I mean, I guess if you're just watching the the time yeah pass on the screen as the so you would still be the length of the episode goes across. Yeah, you'd, you'd be listening be and also watching. It, well, you're gonna look at our awesome album uh, uh podcast art oh yeah i was the one who designed that art by the way guys so it's even our picture isn't it yeah it's we actually our picture, we yeah. took that uh, i think dad took that picture and then i i edited it on photoshop a little bit stuck it with some um text cut chase's face out of it chase's face wasn't in it oh it was just a picture it was of a leaf. literally just a picture of a leaf <laughs> oh, that's strange yep hmm. <laughs> But then we don't have any. <laughs> then we don't have any copyright issues, oh, so yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, that we're not being. Illegal. Oh, I'm gonna randomly plug my own website since we're still talking for some reason. CalebMPowers.com. If you happen to wanna look and see what I'm doing, I actually put are posting a chapter every single week of To Look Skyward on there, oh. except for this next Monday, which I'm kind of beating myself up for. I was going to write a new chapter this week, ended up not doing that at all. I didn't really write it. All You're this still week. writing it? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Of course, I'm writing it. Huh. But now that I'm getting into school uh, next week, it will be a lot easier because I'll already be at school, already have an excuse to be productive, and I won't have you distracting me. Hey. Or video games distracting me. Actually, hey. wait. I'll have my laptop. Never mind. Hey. <laughs> but right now I'm into Civ Five, so I'll be playing my To Look Skyward Civ Five game. So at least I'll be have the illusion of feeling I'm somewhat productive with my time. There you go. Alright, we're actually done now. This episode has gone way too long. Adios. Bye-bye! Hey, Caleb. What hmm. happens when a bunch of crazy people come to your town? Say it again. Hey, Caleb. What happens when a bunch of crazy people come to your town? Well, I guess it's time to bring out the law book. Do it again. <laughs> hey Caleb, what happens when a bunch of crazy people come to your town? Well, I guess it start. I guess it start. I guess it start. Come on, Dad. <laughs> this is the Christian artist. This is the Christian artist. <laughs> this is still the Christian artist. <laughs> and this is yeah, just still stop. okay. This is the Christian artist. What? <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to say. Go do it. <sighs> <laughs>